From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 14th of April 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the arrest of a man who leaked US secrets. This isn't the only thing happening in the world, though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, I sit down with Zach and discuss what's going on in Ukraine. But first, what's going on in the US? The FBI has arrested a 21-year-old US National Guardsman suspected of leaking a trove of classified military documents relating to the war in Ukraine and a range of other national security issues. The Pentagon has described the leak as a very serious risk to national security, and it's caused some difficulties between the US and its allies. So who is the 21-year-old at the centre of the most damaging national security breaches since WikiLeaks in 2010? Jack Tashira is a reserve in the Massachusetts Air National Guard, specifically in the 102nd Intelligence Wing. Having only graduated from high school in 2020, he only held a relatively junior position with the official title Cyber Transport Systems Journeyman, responsible for making sure the service's communications network and infrastructure is operating properly. It didn't take long for open source intelligence experts from Bellingcat and the New York Times to identify him, following a range of clues including matching the pattern of a granite countertop, visible in the background of a photo of a classified document, with the kitchen countertop seen in a photo posted online by one of Tashira's relatives. The FBI were quick to zero in on him too, and he was arrested on Thursday at his family home in Massachusetts by heavily armed US agents. Tashira has been charged with the unauthorised removal, retention and transmission of classified national defence information. He will have an initial court appearance in Boston on Friday. Many previous cases of leaking and whistleblowing have involved people seeking to damage a government, affect change, provide intel for other governments on ideological grounds or simply to make money. But this case appears to be somewhat different. Tashira is believed to have led a server called Thug Shaker Central on the social media platform Discord, where he was reportedly referred to as OG. The private group is said to have had only a couple of dozen members, mostly young men who shared a love for guns, offensive memes and gaming, to whom Tashira is alleged to have shared a large quantity of classified US military material, mostly relating to the war in Ukraine. Members of the group have told multiple news outlets that the documents were shared in an apparent attempt to impress other members and keep them informed. But despite the server supposedly being tight-knit, the material started to make its way onto another Discord server and then another, before eventually ending up on Russian Telegram, from which it spread widely across social media. Once the Pentagon caught wind of what was happening, a massive search for the culprit began. If convicted of charges under the Espionage Act, Tashira could face a very long jail sentence. There's a full video of the content of the Pentagon leaks over on the TLDR News EU channel. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world, so here's a rundown of three other stories. Republican governor of Florida and likely 2024 presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis has signed a bill into law banning abortions after six weeks. Speaking about this, he said, We're proud to support life and family in the state of Florida. 
Prior to the change, Florida allowed abortions after 15 weeks, one of the only southern states to do so. This means that a lot of people who went to Florida due to their less strict abortion laws will no longer be able to do so. It's worth saying that this will only become law if the current 15-week ban is upheld in an ongoing legal challenge in the state Supreme Court, which is currently controlled by conservatives. Both Democrats and abortion rights groups have condemned the ban, as many women may not know they're pregnant at six weeks. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. The Association of Southeast Asian Nations, or ASEAN, has strongly condemned a series of deadly airstrikes by Myanmar's ruling military. A strike carried out on Tuesday in the remote Kambalu township in central Myanmar is thought to have killed an estimated 100 to 130 people, or maybe even more, including civilians. The junta has confirmed that it launched what it called limited airstrikes after receiving a tip-off about an event marking the opening of an office for a local anti-coup group. The UN has also condemned the incident, with the human rights chief saying children appeared to be among the victims and that a helicopter gunship reportedly fired on those fleeing the hall. The ASEAN statement said it strongly condemned the reported recent airstrikes, adding that all forms of violence must end immediately, particularly the use of force against civilians. The 10-member bloc is seeking to revive a five-point consensus that was agreed with Myanmar in the months after the 2021 coup that sparked the current conflict. In further news today about the Yemen peace talks, the top negotiator of Yemen's Houthi movement agreed that progress had been made and that further discussions would be held to try and work out the remaining differences. Sources have suggested that the Saudi Arabia Houthi talks were focused mainly on the ceasefire, the reopening of the Sana airport, the payment of public sector wages, rebuilding efforts and the withdrawal of all foreign forces from Yemen. In addition to this, an exchange of more than 800 prisoners who have been involved in the war in Yemen has been agreed. This was following months of work from the UN, who brokered the swap. The prisoners arrived in Sana to dances and hugs and kisses from family members. Houthi politicians were also present. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss the right to repair. In Colorado, farmers have been given the right to be able to repair their own farm equipment under a new measure passed by legislators in the US. The new Consumer Right to Repair Equipment Act passed by 46 votes to 14 on Tuesday. This means that the governor of Colorado, Jared Polis, has 10 days to sign the bill into law. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion of the latest Ukraine updates, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube.
If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.